The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Library sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Frank and everything else on this program brought to you, as always, by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, located in that iconic building at the corner of 95th and Pulaski, a building that I always associated as the entryway to the EP. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park is something I associate with my family. Not only do I have my checking account there and my business account there, but all three of my children have accounts there as well. The two older kids that have jobs, they're getting their direct deposits in there. They have the freedom of moving around and using any ATM without a fee. The youngest guy is using the Junior Savers account. He gets a statement every month so I can show him what interest is and how his money grows. Great online tools, and they're great people to hang out with. I love going in there and seeing an actual person. They know who I am. I know who they are. That way, when there's a problem, it gets fixed right away. And not a lot of problems there, trust me. Stop in and see them today. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. Frank Murray's on this program. If you missed any of the recent programs, go on back. Interesting discussion last week. It's still on demand. Evergreen Park High School head basketball coach Jim Sexton was on. We had some of the kids putting on a performance with the Evergreen Park High School Theater. And the week before that, Village Trustee Mark Marzullo. Anytime you miss an episode, it's on demand forever. So check those episodes out after you listen to this one. And if you don't want to miss one when it comes out, make sure you are subscribed. Whatever podcast player you're using, hit the follow button, the subscribe button, add it to your podcast playlist. Facebook does not show you every episode. That's why you want to subscribe to one of the feeds. You can see them all at the eppodcast.com. My friend, how's your winter going? My winter? It, it's not as heavy of a winter. We're getting, Which is we're great. getting, we're getting like 40 degree, 50 mm-hmm. degree days. We're going to have some warmth this week from what I saw in advance. Very different February than February's I was used to as a kid. Does this, does this throw off? library programming were you planning on doing ice sculptures and now you have to scratch it <laughs> yeah we were going to do a huge uh, ice rink in the parking lot and we just couldn't do that couldn't anymore do it. so yeah but actually uh we had our big fundraiser um last weekend the sip, and sample, sip and sample which i didn't go to and, and i know you're mad at me oh uh, you know i wasn't gonna bring it up no it's okay <laughs> it's okay i didn't make it to it i was under the weather and uh, it just wasn't working out for me. We'll get you there back next yeah. time. But speaking, you know, having a mild winter really helped because we didn't have to worry about a, uh, a snowstorm that day right. or, or a severe cold. That I saw the pictures. It looks like people. you had a big crowd. It was awesome. Big was crowd awesome. in the library yeah. for that. So we we set the ticket sales at 190 and we sold out within um, like a couple of days before the event. Yeah. We, we weren't sure if we were going to hit it or not, um, but we sold out and we were... We had a wonderful, wonderful event, great turnout, and the support from the community was awesome. And then all our the different sponsors who sponsored the event and the restaurants that participated, all was a big hit. Um, so I was manning the front desk, okay. the welcome desk, and helping sell raffle tickets. I didn't get a chance to stop and do anything for about an hour and a half into the event because it was so busy. You didn't even get the sip or sample. I did. I did a little bit of both, but when by that time it was like about eight thirty. I got to finally kind of walk, walk, oh, I should say 7.30, 8 o'clock. I got to finally like kind of walk around. And uh, you're looking around at all these vendors and they have, it's just the 
the last of their food. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a successful event right there. They had everybody enjoy the food. Um, great time. That's awesome. Great time. That's awesome. I, before you get into all the stuff going on at the library, mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you about something that I saw this weekend. That from the moment it was happening, I was like, I have to tell this story on the EP podcast. As I tell this story, please know that I believe in telling this story that I'm really not throwing anybody under the bus because I had never seen this person before and I'm not going to give any identifiers out about okay. it. Okay. But I saw something that like, you know, you you have those moments where you laugh, but you're also cringing because you feel for the person that's involved in it. Now, we I've asked you this before. I'm not throwing you under the bus with this. Um, I don't know if you go to church uh, or if you I think you're part of the Redeemer Parish. I am, yes. Which is the biggest parish in Evergreen Park just because it's the only one that's got everybody involved in it geographically in Evergreen Park. Some of the other parishes bleed in the Mount Greenwood mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay, so so this is the only one that like encompasses all of Evergreen. And if you're not part of this parish, you're not around the, the people in Most Holy Redeemer, you don't need to know about it to hear this story. Mm-hmm. But they have a fairly big church. You've been in that church before, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I go on Sunday mass this weekend mm-hmm. and they're, they're doing this thing, the Catholic church right now called the annual Catholic appeal. And this is just them asking for more money, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. you got your money that you give and then you get more yeah. money and then there's more money over here and there's a raffle over here. Like they're always asking for money, uh-huh. right? So the way that the annual Catholic appeal works is that the poor priest has to walk out there and play like an audio file from the Cardinal who asks for money and guilts you. You don't give us money. You know, we can't do all this stuff. Like, you have to sit there and listen to it. So the week after, <laughs> they'll do a follow-up. It's required that the church does this. The priest, I guarantee you, doesn't want to do this. Doesn't want to go out there and ask for money two weeks in a row. But he's required by his boss, the cardinal, to walk out there and say, did anybody not turn in their envelope, <laughs> either giving money or saying, I'm not giving this year? Anybody at all, right? So he comes out there. He's in the middle of the mass. It's the homily, right? It's at the midpoint in the mass. And he stands up there and he goes, is there anybody who didn't fill out an envelope, mail in an envelope, get an envelope sent to their house because they donated last year? Like there's a million different ways Mm -hmm. that you could be done with this, right? And he looks around the church and he goes, all right, I don't see any hands. And he stops. There's one guy up in the front who made the mistake of putting his hand up. Did he put his hand up? He put his hand up. Oh boy. And what happens then is that means an usher has to come walking all the way down the aisle with an envelope and a pencil for this guy. And what it also means that the priest now has to go step by step no, with through the out. entire process oh, with geez. one guy. There's a hundred some people sitting in the pews. And we're all, I mean, you could just, everybody's looking around at each other like, this guy should have kept his hand out. <laughs> and he realized it too. Because the priest goes, all right, we have, we have one guy. And you could see the guy in the front going, oh, I should have checked to see if anybody else had their hand up. Uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Like, he had, like he was, and then the priest has to go through a thing. Uh, on line uh, one, <laughs> print your name. <laughs> on uh-huh, line two, uh-huh. put your address. He has to go through every lie because that's what he's required to do. And he's speaking directly to one guy while everybody else sits there and waits. And I could tell that this poor guy wanted to climb into a hole and hide. <laughs> and you know what, buddy? We've been there. Right. If the guys listen, we've been there, man. I don't know who he was. I felt terrible for him. My kids leaned over and they're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, don't say anything. Poor guy's going through enough right now. There's a hundred people watching him take step-by-step instructions on how to fill his name in to an envelope. To an envelope. To yeah. an envelope. Yeah. And then at the end, the priest has to call an usher back down to collect, to collect his it. envelope oh, only. Boy. While everybody sits there and waits. 
Do they uh, do they have like a Venmo account now for Catholic Appeal or yeah, anything? Yeah, wouldn't it be better if it were a QR code they could scan? Yeah, and by the way, uh, just scan the QR code, send in your money. Nobody put up your hands, and we're moving on. That would have been a lot better. <laughs> Nothing like Catholic guilt. They get you. It gets you. It gets you. <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Uh, what do we got going on at the library? Uh, well, we're at the very end of February here. You got yep. anything big coming up here? Are we looking ahead already to March oh, and, yeah. and leprechauns? And I've seen that there are some, only on the south side of Chicago, do people put green Christmas lights all over their house mm. uh, to celebrate St. Patrick's Day a month in advance. But you can see it. Tis the season. You don't see it anywhere else. Trust me, I lived all over this country. It's the only place that you see it. But uh, what do we got? What's the big thing right now? So we we have two big events coming up in March. We've got our second job fair. Okay. That's going to be Sunday, March 10th. Those are good. My kid found a job through that. Both of them did. That's that's awesome. That's Those are the success stories we love to hear about that, Chris. Yeah. And, and the deal is that you walk in, you got all different levels, right? You got people that are professionals that are looking for a job. You got local businesses that are looking for, for kids to work mm-hmm. or like part-time employees. Mm-hmm. But like they come in and you kind of walk along and you kind of see what's available. You get to talk to the owner in a lot of, in a, a lot yeah. of respects. Sometimes you talk to somebody who's a recruiter. And mm-hmm. you just kind of move through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I like that better than going online and just clicking on a button and hoping that somebody reads it. Right. You know, so I what what day is this one and again? Businesses are prepared. They're prepared to set up a schedule an interview with you or interview you on the spot. Right. We make sure our study rooms are available. So if they need to conduct an interview, they have that space. To I mean, do my so. one tip for you is don't show up in your pajama bottoms. That's a good tip. I saw a guy That's do really that last year. I was like, that guy's not getting hired. That's a good tip. Yeah, you gotta you gotta show up show up dressed like you wanna wanna work. You, you want a job, right? Show you up. want a job. Yeah, you know, dress shave. for the dress for the job you Take want. Take a shower right? that morning. Dress for the job you want. Right, exactly. So that's Sunday, March tenth, from one to three p.m. Uh, we are going to have uh, OSF will be there, the Village Evergreen Park District one twenty four Pace Bus, Nancy's Home Care Culver's Mercy Circle, Palis Heights Park and Rec, along with Alsip Park District. Oberweiss, Aero Special Ed, um, and that's that's what we have right now. We're hoping to get a couple more uh, to match last year's, but we're really excited. And in addition to the businesses, you can sit and talk with them, um, see what they have available. We'll also have uh, expert resume writers on hand where you can sit down one-on-one with them. They'll review your resume with you and uh, offer some great suggestions. And we're also going to be doing a, we did it last year, you can come in and get your a professional headshot. I want one of those. Well, I on. just want to get a professional. I don't have anything. I don't take pictures well. So maybe just some kind of professional headshot for myself. Not even, I'm not even looking for a job. Just hey, something I could put up. Just so you got. I mean, right. you can you can update your LinkedIn profile with a good picture. Yeah. You know, there's so many different yeah, things I've you can use. I've lost 30 pounds in the last year. Like, I'd like to, let's get a thin face Chris out there <laughs> into the face, public. Chris. Right. It's always been a thin face right. Chris. Right. We, we, little thinner face, right? <laughs> a little thinner face. A little thinner face. <laughs> <laughs> so the other big thing, uh, we are partnering, the library is partnering with the Evergreen Park uh, Community High School, District 231. And is this the YA Literary YA Fest? YA Lit Fest, we, yes. we have been supporting that since they came up with the idea. Did you hear the initial mm-hmm. interview? 
with Tina Ward and Mary, and Mary Black, Black when they came course. on here. Yeah. They came on here. One is a librarian over at the high school, and the other mm-hmm. one with you. Correct. And they come up with this idea, and they go get these these authors. But when they sat down here the first time, all they had was a dream and no money and nobody scheduled, and they just had a date, which I thought was bold, right? To sit down and say, we're having this literary festival in March on the 16th, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, Saturday, yeah. March 16th. They knew exactly what day they were doing it. They had nobody booked. <laughs> they had no money. And they were doing a festival for the first time ever. And I thought they were nuts. <laughs> and then when they showed up around the holidays to give me the update, and they were so close on the money, and they were starting to book some big-name authors. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's incredible. And now so many authors have been reaching out to me because they want to promote themselves being there in advance of the festival. So this is going to be a big event, I think. And YA is is a basically a, a youth-type books. Young right? adult. These are, yeah. young, young adult. adult. These are like the mm-hmm. fantasy books. Are, this would be like... Um, what that that silly movie with the vampires and the uh, and and the werewolves where they all were really cute teenagers running around. Remember that Twilight. Twilight. Yes. It'd be like Twilight. Twilight. If you're into Twilight or any of these other fantasy novels or things that young or it's something that's like deals and, and with there, and there's young serious adults. young adult content. Yeah, too. There are serious young adult um, content things. Like for example, one of our, our but I just picture you know vampires. Yeah, you hunky picture vampires, vampires sure. is what I. Whenever you say YA literary fest, I'm thinking hunky vampires everywhere. Yeah, so that'll they'll be a hunky vampire possibly, That's but good. it's there's going to be a lot of other content. We have one author, his name's Arshay Cooper. He grew up on the uh, South Side and went to uh, CPS. And this he is wrote, the rowing guy, right? This is the rowing guy. Yeah, yeah he's uh, part of the first um, all African American rowing team in Chicago, in the world, or I mean in the United States. But it started here in Chicago, and I'm blanking on the high school that he went to right now, but. That's okay. I think that the uh, the librarians have said it several times. Yes, it might be mainly librarians high school. more in tune to this than you. And, and I have read the book and I've watched his documentary. But now that we're sitting here talking about it, and I'm on <laughs> I'm on the spot here, it, I, my brain can't recall. It's always that way. Don't worry. About but it. Um, so we have nine authors. We're going to be doing a variety of activities. There's going to be different writing workshops to start the event. Is it at the high school? It's at the high school. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but thank you for Evergreen clarifying Park that. Library is supporting it, but it's at the high school on the 16th. Yeah, we teamed up. Um, we were, you know, we're, we're hearing all these stories about um, and data coming back that teen literacy is dropping. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, what it's can the we screens. do? What can we do? These dummies just look at screens all day long. Screens, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a couple of dummies in the house. Actually, one. I got one that looks at screens all day long, and then his sister reads books. So she'll be going, but I want her to drag the other guy out of the house. Drag him. Just a couple hours. Bring him up. Hey, buddy. They, like, write stuff down, and they put it on pages. Mm -hmm. You should look at it every (laughs) once in a while. Right? They're really good. It's really really good. good. Just, you know, put down the Instagram for a few minutes. And the first, I believe it was 125, and I believe it's up to 150, but the first... 125 to 150 students that register are going to get a coupon from bookies for a free book. Oh, so they can get in right now and register. Right now and Where register. Where do they do that? Online on the on our website, the library's website, evergreenparklibrary.org, or uh, through the high school as okay. well. All right. So get in there. It's going to be a full festival. Uh, it was suggested last time I was on the show that they may want me to uh, to attend and help out, but I, I'm not oh, sure if that's the case. I was go. told to keep the date open. Okay. So I, But if, if, they're, if they found somebody else, that's fine. Okay. Right. I mean, You're okay with it. We're talking about hunky vampires. I do not compare. <laughs> so if you found if you found a hunky vampire to to MC or get up there, by all means, use that instead of me. Instead of you. Otherwise, well, it's just it's just forty six year old Chris with some fake teeth. That's all I can bring you. Fake teeth. <laughs> That's you really you got a great elevator pitch there. Right? Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. Good one. <laughs>
slightly thinner face. Quick reminder to everybody in the area listening to the EP podcast, Saturday, March 2nd, the Mother Macaulay High School Fathers and Mothers Clubs are putting on a great night of comedy. Headlining this 21 and over event is going to be Mike Toomey of WGN. Joining him, local comedians Tim Walco, Bill Bunker, Brian Good. Your $50 ticket includes a delicious corned beef buffet dinner from Clancy's in Oak Lawn, as well as chicken and pasta from Baracos. There's a cash bar. Split the pot, raffle prizes like a 75-inch LG 4K TV. Purchase individual tickets or an entire table of eight at mothermacaulay.org slash parents slash comedy dash night. As for other things going on in Evergreen Park, let's do your word on the street. Quick look at everything going on in Evergreen Park brought to you by Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. Great for date night, 21 and over establishment. Don't bring the kids in there. You deserve an evening without them. Wines from all over the world and incredible food. Plus, if you find something you like, you can purchase a bottle right there in the wine shop and bring it home. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. The last time we talked to Mark Marzullo, Village Trustee, he was talking about Village Board meetings, and he had one coming up. At that Village Board meeting, the board passed an ordinance eliminating the requirement for vehicle stickers. Residents of Evergreen Park are no longer required to purchase vehicle stickers. You do have to keep your registration current, though, with the state of Illinois. If you want to know why they decided to do that, that's a question you could ask Mayor Kelly Burke when you join her for coffee, 9 a.m. until 10 a.m. at the Community Center on February 24th for Coffee with the Mayor. Meanwhile, pickleball fever has gripped Evergreen Park. There's adult pickleball drop-in play that begins on February 20th at the Maple Wells Center at 3450 West Maple. It's happening Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 10 a.m. until noon, five bucks a day. And you can learn all about pickleball with Pickleball for Beginners on March 14th from 10 to noon and March 16th from noon to 2. Instructor John Dwyer is going to be at the Maple Well Center. Ages 21 and over, learn all about it for the low cost of $59. Limited space, register early. For more information, contact the rec department at 708-229-3373. I'm going to have the rest of the events coming up handled by Frank Murray because if he's down here, I got to let him just rattle off some more stuff. He's brought to you right here at the end by SidSauce.net. Hot sauces with the peppers grown here in Evergreen Park, bottled in so many different delicious flavors and delivered to your door for free. See more at SidSauce.net. All right, so there's a lot going on in Evergreen Park this week. You have a lot going on over the next couple of weeks. Dive into it here with me. Let's say I've got in. about 10 minutes left of this show. All right. Dive just in go. and just start rapid firing. To rapid me. fire. Everything that the library has coming up. And I will try to make it entertaining. It's hard. And you'll try to make it. Because it's library events. It's, it's library events. Yeah. It's hard. No, it's I'll, easy, man. I will try my easy. hardest.
to this throw in a easy. few quips while you're doing this. Oh, you're always good for a quip. No, but they're not always that good. But I'm going to try very hard for some late show quips to kind of dress some this up Some late show bit. quips. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. What do we got? So we'll start with the adults and their programs that we got going on. Um, we have New York Times bestselling author and award-winning romance author Julia Quinn. She's going to be on Zoom on Tuesday, February 20th at 7 p.m. She is, of course, the author that wrote the Bridgerton series with this now extremely popular on Netflix. So that author is coming to you. The Bridgerton um, author. Yes. She's jumping on the Zoom. She's jumping on the Zoom. All and right. she's uh, made possible through the Illinois Libraries Presents consortium that we're part of with about 100, 150 other libraries. These Zoom things, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's not as personal as in the building. I'm Correct. sure we'd love to have them in the we building. We would love to have her in How, the building. How do these go? Do, do, is there a lot of question and answer? Does it become like a free-for-all with people all trying to jump in and ask questions? Like, how, how does the Zoom thing go? Yeah, that's a not, great question, Chris. I have not yeah. seen one of them yeah. yet. So uh, there's a moderator, and they will ask um, predetermined questions about, you know, from everything about their past books, their current book that they're trying to promote. Um, and then there is a Q&A session that they open up for people, and they, you can type in the chat box, and they can't obviously answer everyone right. because... I mean, they're not going to answer the stupid questions. It's at some Don't point. Don't ask stupid. And sometimes questions. there's ten thousand people listening. Yeah, that, or that watching could be ten thousand stupid so questions. There's, there's you ten thousand questions. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they do their best to answer and ask all of those questions. Cool. What else yeah. we got? So, what else do we got? We also have coming up. We've got a writer's corner, a flash in the pan, short short fiction with Kathleen Rooney. That's Thursday, February twenty second at six thirty p.m. Another writing workshop for those that want to. Sharpen their pencil and uh, start writing. Uh, are you are you guys one. short on books at the library? It seems like you're constantly trying to teach people how to write. Is, well, it, is this a supply and demand issue? Are are there not is there, are people not <laughs> writing books anymore? And you guys are like, we gotta like you're like you're like the White Sox trying to start a farm team down south of the border of like twelve year olds because you're just trying to find players. Like, wh- are we in trouble? We're trying to get more uh, books on the shelf. I yeah. love it. that's funny. Yeah, no, we're just trying to get people. Uh, there's a lot of people that are inspired but want to make that push. And uh, hopefully you're like, we'll take anybody. Push. Just write something down on a right, piece of paper. Go. We'll put it on the let's shelf, go. people. Yeah. Right. Promote that. I mean, you can empower somebody to uh, fulfill a dream. That's, right. pr- that's pretty awesome. You can only read the Hardy Boys so many times. We need new authors. <laughs> and then uh, for those folks that are looking to improve their tech skills, we got a Google Drive class Thursday, February 22nd at 1 p.m. You're going to learn to save documents, upload files, create folders. Jess is our computer teacher, and she's amazing. She's wonderful. You'll learn a lot with her. I, I had to learn the Google Drive recently. You had to learn the Google Drive? Yeah, I had to do that because we, if you notice, Southside Pie, one of the other podcasts that's mm-hmm. recorded down here, a little bit of a different show, is now videos all over the TikTok and the the interwebs and on the, you know, it's on the YouTube and everything else like that. And the person putting the videos together needs all the footage shot down here. And the only way I can get those giant files in 4K they're shot is through Google Drive. So, I mean, that's that's a it's a good thing to know how to use the Google Drive, share the Google Drive, because I'm an idiot. And we had several days of production of those videos held up because I was too stupid to figure out how to use it. So if I would have known about this class, we would have gotten them out sooner. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good program. It's I'm with good, you. Very good. Yeah. Well, if you want to freshen up again yeah. or master it, come on in. Thursday, February 22nd, 1 p.m. We also, so there's an eclipse coming up. I didn't know if you knew this. There's a total... Uh, solar eclipse. It's going to be on April 8th, okay. 2024. There's a solar eclipse coming? I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah. April what day 8th? is this? April, April 8th. 8th. 
2024. Yeah. So we have the glasses so you can my... safely look yeah. at them without burning any of I, I, I thought I burned my eyes out a couple of years ago. The last time that they did it, last solar eclipse, thought yeah. I, burned my, I was working midnights for the Cook County Sheriff's Police. And the kids came into the room to wake me up. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, you got to come see this. And I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and I walk outside and they're like, look. And I looked up bare eyes at the solar eclipse. I was like, no. Like I thought... <laughs> Thought my eyes are going to burn out right away. Turns out they don't burn out if you just glance up at first. Yes. You got to stare at it for a while. But yes. Just say it. Don't. Yeah. Don't. I would not recommend doing. Either. Don't do it. Get don't some glasses. Blind. So we have limited number of glasses that are available while supplies last. It's going to. We're going to start giving them out March 8th. Okay. Don't. Please don't come before March you 8th. You want these glasses. You don't want. You don't want cut rate black market solar glasses. You don't want those. That's how your eyes get burned out. And there's there's a limit of four per family. Right. So we're, we're doing that yeah. if to make sure if everybody gets if a pair. If you, your wife, and three kids, one of those kids is going blind. You're going to have to share? The library does not have enough for little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell little Jimmy he'll be alive long enough to see another one. He's the youngest. He's the youngest. <laughs> oh, man. And moving on to our teens, we have a reoccurring program that we call Snack, Snack and Steam. And we are our last one for the winter is going to be February 27th. We're going to be at a Teachable Machine is going to be the focus of that uh, snack and steam. And before you ask what Teachable Machine is, Chris, yeah, I don't have the details. You got to come in on February. My question to you on is February this. 27th. My question to you is it's going to be at 3:30 p.m. Do you get a good amount of teenagers showing up to do extra homework? Because that's essentially what this is, right? After school, we always have a good crowd. So they're showing up and they're like, I spent the whole day in school and I want more. Chris, you know what's pretty neat? After This program is pretty popular. Because yeah. we, when we started it, because we got kids after school and they're bored, you know, they're sometimes not using the library properly. Right. And let's let's try to harness that energy in a different way. And our teen librarian, Mary Black. We've talked about already. She was like, let's get these kids some homework. Let's do this. And she, it's been extreme. Like she has combined all sorts of different activities. And we have eight to 12 kids in there all the time for this program regularly. All right. And she'll take like cooking and they teaches them ratios and putting it in. And then they get some food afterwards. What they made is ready for them to go. It's been really successful. That's awesome. I actually I actually really like the uh, the idea of what you're doing over there with that. We've had parents come in and they're like, "You are you going to do this for adults? Like what's going on? We wanted <laughs> we want to be involved." Um, so it's a fabulous job, but Mary has come up with another great idea. It's an after-hour Swifty fandom party Friday, March 8th, uh, for our grades 6 through 12. Enjoy trivia, friendship bracelets, karaoke, and there'll be some delicious red velvet uh, cupcakes there. Registration is required because it's an after-hours event, so we got to get you registered again Friday, March eighth at five p.m. Speaking of Taylor Swift, yeah, did you see her boyfriend at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs parade? Yeah, who is he again? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I or I as he would have said on the microphone, my name is Travis. <laughs> he couldn't say it because he was hammered and he had to be held up by Patrick Mahomes. And then he just shouted a lot. And then he shouted. I mean, like, I watched that guy act like a goof on stage hammered. And I was like, even I could probably date Taylor Swift if these are her standards. <laughs> like, it may, it, I think him acting like that gave all men hope that one day they could end up with an international pop superstar. <laughs> guy's just a, he's just a lush on camera. Oh, man. She's going to get back from Japan and see that video and be like, yeah, I, I think it's time to move on. Yeah. yeah. Then there'll be a song there. about it. Must be It'll some. be called Drunken Tight End. He, he, has qu- he has had quite a year. Yeah, he's That's had a sure. good year. He's had, he's a, had year. a good year. I feel like he's headed for a fall, though. <laughs> I mean, I do. I mean, come on. I mean, I do. 
Like, I mean, he looks like he's like Icarus getting too close to the sun, right? Oh, he like, hey, she was there. Her bro- his brothers run around, you know, shirtless in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. And then he's in a Lucha Libre mask running around with his new girlfriend. They're having like, a lot of fun. At some point, you feel like Taylor's going to look at him and be like, this was a blast. Mm. And it's over. Like, right? Like, you just he's going to fly way too close to the sun, this guy. She's worth a billion dollars, if not more. She don't need him. Maybe she's just looking for somebody to have some fun with. Like, you know? if I'm that guy. They seem, he and uh, his brother, they seem like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, they seem like they they're seem a blast. Like a lot of fun. But, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the difference, okay? She don't need him. <laughs> right? She doesn't, she doesn't need him. I guess he's playing it the way he should play it. There's absolutely no way he can guarantee that she'll keep him around. So he might as well just let it all hang out. And for some reason, she keeps him around. There's no way he could ever screw up again. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Yeah. And I'll tell you what. My, my fourth grade daughter... She was really hoping at at the Super Bowl, the Chiefs win. She's like, when she goes to bed, she's like, Dad, if the Chiefs you win. You didn't let her finish the game? I, I mean, that was late, man. She's oh, got to wake up on. for school, Chris. Come on, fourth grade fourth daughter. Grade. If it was the Bears, Third yes. grade Nick Lanuti was up all night watching that game. Yeah. No, he's, she's got to go Rooting to bed. for the 49ers. Rooting for the 49ers, well, Yeah, huh? because that's what happened with these little kids, right? Oh, All the girls wanted the Chiefs because mm-hmm, of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So what do you think third and fourth and fifth grade boys wanted? <laughs> they want the 49ers. They wanted the 49ers, yeah, they want the 49ers because they, yeah. they, they were sick of listening to the girls root for a team <laughs> yeah. and not... You see what I'm right. saying? Oh, I know what like, you're It saying. was a split. Yeah. You know, that was the thing that nobody's talking about. Little boys furishly rooting for the <laughs> for 49ers. 49ers yeah. Because all the little girls in their well, class had become it, Chiefs And fans. she was hoping for a Chiefs win and then a proposal on the 50-yard line after the game. He, yeah. she, he would have gotten a no. She's worth a billion dollars. She's <laughs> worth a billion dollars. Oh, that, well, that would be something. Yeah. No, I'm Taylor sorry. Swift ain't married yeah, anybody. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. That Can would, you imagine that would the prenup on that one? It's oh like a 2,000-page document you'd have to sign. So, yeah, we have after our Swifty fandom party. <laughs> and let, let us digress here. Um that's going to be Friday, March 5th, or fr- Friday, March 8th at 5 p.m. Must register. Please do so. Uh, family fun. We have a puzzle and game swap. Uh, this was popular last year. We're bringing it back. You can drop off any puzzles, gently used puzzles and games between March 1st, 22nd, uh, between March 1st and March, March 22nd. 22nd. Drop yep. them off and you can exchange for another fan, one. Family Who friends? are these families that have gently used games? So I know. I was if you go that into too. my room right here next to the bar, mm-hmm. I have shelves of board games. All of them have the cardboard box ripped. All of them are missing pieces. Mm-hmm. Who are these families that have gently used uh, board you, games? Not the Lanudis? No. Yeah, not no. the Lanudis. We're coming in and the entire box is duct taped <laughs> together. <laughs> hey, Duct tape together. So, yeah. I mean, I have risked. There. I have risked, but there's only two and a half armies. <laughs> here you go. Here you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, come in between March 1st, March 22nd. Drop those uh, gently used puzzles and games off. Make sure they're family friendly as well. And then on March 23rd, from 9:30 to 4:30, that's when you can come in and peruse the collection and right. take what you want. All right. So we're really excited about that. And then also this year to celebrate Earth Day. We are doing. We're participating in the neighborhood forest free tree program. Folks can register. Uh, go online on our website and under our events calendar, uh, you can you'll see the the program listed on our events calendar. Click on that. There's a form you fill out. And in April during uh, Earth Earth Week, which I believe is the third week of the month in April, there um, you'll receive a free tree. It'll get delivered to the library. You come and pick it up. And uh, you can plant it. Free tree. Mm-hmm. Got to do it by March 15th. That's the Only deadline. Only Evergreen Park. At deadline. Has March 15th. this many free trees. The library's given out free trees. 
We've had people on from the village before that if you say, hey, I need a tree, they'll just come and give you a tree. I mean, like, there are trees everywhere. Trees. I mean, we got to live up to our name, right? Don't ever sit around and say that you need a tree. There are people just <laughs> handing them <laughs> out, out left and right here. Big finish. What do we got? Big finish. Before I go any further, and I totally forgot to say this when we were originally talking about the sip of sample, but I got to thank not only our sponsors and the restaurants for participating, but also to the founda- our foundation, our library board, and the staff did the work to put this thing together. It's a lot that goes into it. Um, and uh, they just did an incredible job. So I have to thank them all. Without them, it would not have been as successful as it was. And uh, I totally forgot to mention that before. No, it's okay. Don't worry about and it. big thanks to everybody out there. Yeah. Because it's a fabulous job. That was the library director making sure he's got a job next year. Just yeah, want to point that exactly out exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> got to thank all I want to check. My, I want to thank my bosses. Thank just want to make sure you guys know you're the best. It's the E. Podcast All Things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast Evergreen Park.